Raisin Man Arena. Welcome to Raisin Man Arena, your hot morning coffee, your cool morning breeze, your sunrise or sunset, whatever you please, or your friends at the end of the world or the light at the end of the tunnel. We are the secret and the key. We are the bucket and the mop. Wop, wop. So whether you're listening with a bowl of oatmeal, a joint, or a little road beer, join us and enjoy the ride. Are we on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet, Felipe. Was I just had sweet. a little image of you writing that mm-hmm. alone in your room <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> at night. Did you like Single it? Single lamp illuminating your page. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what's the great the great thing about having a podcast is you can just create little homework for yourself. To That's do right. Little creative projects. Yeah, or or drive yourself crazy and wake up at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Can you stop the music? Oh yeah, the music's still playing. Sarah, did you make a little uh, cut out of like a beautiful paper mache snowflake or something for the podcast? Another no, I made those muffins, but That's then I forgot right. them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. You made muffins? I made muffins. I've been I've been really big into making muffins recently, so I've been eating a lot of muffins. Wait, Sam, can I get you to talk for a second? Hey, this is Sam. I'm That's on the, the vo- That's the volume I want. La- lucky to be here. Yeah. This, is a, this is loud. <laughs> That's the volume. I can't remember we made this joke before, but I was just thinking about how we... If you remember the old podcast, we used to have all three of us on the same couch, one camera, and then um, Sam was resistant to it, so we got him on his own couch with his own camera, but I feel like it's like the camera at the zoo that watches the animal (laughs) all day, because he still isn't just like being attentive to the camera. He's just doing his thing over there. Sam's like the peregrine falcon on the the high rises in the the city of Manhattan. And we got him on a tracker, but you know, it only can capture so much. You can tune in at a certain point of the Raising Man's stream to see if he's feeding or, or hunting yeah. yeah or or this is like a kind of i feel a little bit like it's a casting couch situation because mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right and you that. know what that means sarah jinx <laughs> you owe me a yeah. soda yep yeah that's what that means yeah. what does that mean um oh that we're gonna maybe have sex with sam oh <laughs> that's what he meant that's that's um, for the Patreon episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Raising Man OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, what if we showed our genitals on Patreon? Hmm. There's an idea. There's a way well, to grow the Caroline and William have done it. It hasn't changed their well, life. It's right? true. <laughs> it pays most, their rent. Our most... Um, oh, Mo is in the chat. Our most dedicated listener, my mother, has already seen my genitals. Huh. So I don't know if she'd pay extra. <laughs> um, wait, wait. Say that again. My mo- the mo- our most dedicated listener, listener, who's my mother, has already seen my genitals. When you were born, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, I was hoping you'd go. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, okay. No. Felipe, I'm pa- I'm in your hands. I'm I'm putting this. No, no, you know, hands. I was letting the silence hang, oh, comedy okay. silence, because yeah, yeah. then we're left to wonder when has she seen his genitals, that yeah. sort of thing. It's uh, Wednesday morning, uh, September 29th. It's beautiful day out here in Brooklyn, New York. 8 a.m. on the dot. 8 a.m. on the dot. As we said, we would start. Traffic on the outbound. Traffic on the inbound. And Mariah Conde, who's in the chat. Has also seen my genitals. Mm, I've seen your genitals. And Felipe. Have and you seen Samus Jarrett? And Sarah, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. We've all <laughs> seen each other's genitals. Wow. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Totally. And if a new person comes on in the chat, I'll just name whether they have, <laughs> they have <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Yeah. That would be nice. Right, we got someone else in the chat. 
<coughs> Carly. Good morning, Carly. Good morning, Good morning Carly. 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 Um, Carly, the numbers... The numbers are looking good today. NASDAQ just opened and uh, stocks are up. We're looking at the Bear Stearns and it's taken us for a wild ride, but it's it's coming right back down to uh, sit us down to breakfast, have a couple eggs. Uh, on the other hand, the um, the Nikkei, the, the Japanese index, is uh, going out there solo, just dancing in the night. Mm. And that's what we like to see here. Yeah, abiding, by the, abiding by the Japanese wow. uh, aesthetic concept of, of no. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, Have you guys seen that meme that's um, the hamster cage and the hamster in the hamster cage is outperforming the, the S&P 500? The S&P 500. Have you seen this, Sam? Is that real? That's my question Wait, in the morning. Let's is find the meme. Where can, we find the meme. It? Where can we find it? Um, search hamster S&P. First time chat, 66Tina99. Give me the ball. Uh, I don't know up? what that means. What is up? It's yours. It's yours. Yeah. Have it. Sam, I think that our friend Sam Quick posted it. Okay, Mo's saying Quick. it is real. I heard about it on ABC News. Wait, was that it? Go back up. Where? Oh, on the left. where? On the left? No, no something else. You, Mo, you were, you were watching ABC News and they talked about this? So they, okay. How do they even know about what goes on on here? <laughs> I don't think this was our original <laughs> <Yeah>. scoop. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Fuck. I don't want to. big story that was breaking today. I don't want to spend any time looking for it, but basically right, well, they made a little ahead. hamster cage where the wheel, each part of the places that the hamster would play with were connected electron digitally, electronically, to buy and sell stocks. So you just search hamster S&P 500. Oh, wow. Okay, wait. Ham oh, my God. Wait. Because I wrote... Do you see what I wrote here? Hamster S&P uh, 500. Oh, there it is. Okay, now I'm going to... Okay, sorry, sorry. No, hey, it's okay. I was using rude tone. <laughs> you were using a little bit of rude tone. <laughs> okay. Keep that more inside. Want to outperform? Okay, let's see. Benzinga, Benzinga.com markets, <laughs> cryptocurrency. Want to outperform the S&P 500? And Kathy Wood, consider getting a hamster. So here's the photo. There's a little... This is the Gox box. <laughs> Welcome to the Gox box. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Sarah. Do you want to read out every... Oh, fuck. Ads. We're getting ads. <laughs> oh boy, we're getting ads. Thousands of traders just like you. No, this isn't. That's uh, such, that's yeah, Mr. Gox, a hamster named Mr. Gox. How cute is that? Okay, what's the name for a hamster? So here it says, "What happened?" A hamster. You want to read it? What happened? A hamster named Mr. Gox has been making cryptocurrency trades for his human owner since June 12th. The hamster, who's likely named after former Bitcoin exchange MT Gox, completed live trades via a Twitch account. Oh my gosh, he's just oh like wow, us. a paisan. <laughs> 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 the trades are also documented on Mr. Gox's Twitter account. Wow. So, and then if you look at the diagram, wait, you can you can watch him live making the trades? Show him on mm, the live. There's cam. a play button, but it seems to be not functional. <laughs> Benzinga.com broken this link. Website was made in a number of hours, <laughs> Mr. And specifically Gox. for this article. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Gox runs on a hamster wheel that selects one of dozens of. <laughs> well, we just read news articles. Yeah, I, I see you keep going. This is good. This is good. Mr. Gox runs on a hamster wheel that selects one of dozens of pre-selected cryptocurrencies. The hamster then exits the wheel and chooses one of two tunnels, which signals either buy or sell. The high-tech hamster wheel tunnels and cage send the data to a real trading platform that uses real money to invest in the respective cryptocurrency trades. Um, since June 12th, the transactions are up 24% on an original investment of 390 from the hamster's anonymous owner. Why? It's important. Give us the why. 
The rise of retail traders and social media platforms has led people seeking hot new stock and crypto picks to outperform top names. Okay. I I'm sure that hamster doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Does it does it any of the, the devices emit cocaine? That was a question. No. Like a dopamine rush? I yeah, think yeah. Mr. Gox is this person's pet over everything. <laughs> 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 and this is just something that's happened with them. You know, yeah. the article says why it's important. The rise of retail traders and social media platforms has led people seeking hot new stock and crypto picks to outperform top names. I don't think that's why it's important. Um, no, of course not. Because this is totally anomalous, right? I tried. This is not a method that you could reproduce, no. recreate <laughs> its success. I tried to do this with Felipe. Uh, a number of months ago <laughs> and and uh, to, to very little success I couldn't find a th- uh, any sort of food item that could motivate him enough not even mm, oatmeal because he's disciplined Sam <laughs> <Yeah, no. laughs> <laughs> wanted me to eat pellets all day <laughs> that's funny well what's funny to me about this story is that I keep seeing the meme version of this on Instagram and Twitter and it's just like I, it's reached a point, you know, you think you're young and you think that you can tell fake news from real news, uh-huh. but I'm fully saturated now. I have no idea. I saw this headline in this graphic and was like, there's no way to know whether this is real or not. <laughs> it's true. Um, and at a certain point, it doesn't you know, even matter. It's, it's funny. Really I mean, I didn't even, th- I assumed it was fake. I think you just got to assume it's fake when something crazy like this happens. But you know, it reminds me of, did you remember Paul the Octopus? My mom loved Paul the Optimus. No, who's that? Who's that? Um, during the uh, during the World Cup, one of the World Cups, I think there was an octopus named Paul, and they would put the different teams in front of Paul, and wherever he put his tentacle was the team he chose to win, and he had almost like a hundred percent prediction rate. Wow! <laughs> wow. El, wow. el pulpo pol. Now my mom would always be talking to me about el pulpo pol. <laughs> wow! Because because octopus is pulpo in Spanish. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> El pulpo, el pol. El pulpo, That's el pol. funny. <coughs> um, on the Will report, yeah. Will is leaving, saying goodbye to Lena, but I, Lena is staying. Yeah! That rocks. Yeah. And la- last night, Will was like, you guys didn't tell me you were doing the podcast <laughs> this morning. It's funny because lo- Will loves waking up with his girlfriend in the morning and coming out, and the room is filled <laughs> with his friends. Just the floor, the, the floor funny. saturated Goodbye. with cables, unwalkable. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Mo, Mo says I can't stress enough how good ABC News is. Everyone watch ABC News. Um, Mo, as a, as a as a mainstream news watcher, can you confirm or deny the veracity of the? Of the hamster tweet, I mean the hamster story. I we gotta know. I don't. I don't believe the mainstream media anymore. So whatever. No, Mo they said, don't know. They don't know if this is real. No, they could have. No, <laughs> you think. You think they're what like. You, they're like checking memes. They're they, like. No you can't way. fact. You can't fact so check memes. About this? They don't have time. The mainstream media makes it real. So if they reported it, it, it becomes real. Oh my god! They dictate our reality. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the what new sincerity. That? Yeah. That's, is that new, is that new sincerity, <laughs> or is that society of spectacle? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or is it hypernormalization? Mm, it's Supersonian. Yeah. Hypernormalization. Everyone's talking about that, and I still, you know, I've seen the movie. I don't know what. What, what, he's talk- what hypernormalization? What like, are you talking about when you're talking about hypernormalization? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's something more normal than it used to be before. I don't know. It's just 
too much for me. I remember when Tucker, this was right around the time of the election, and Tucker Carlson was like talking about election night, and we were flipping back and forth between Fox News and like Chapo or whatever. And Tucker Carlson was on camera, and he was like, the most important thing you need to know about this night is that the media decide, like dictates what the narrative is and, and therefore decides who the president will be. He was like, this whole thing about whether the elections is stolen or not, he's like, the media will ultimately decide whether that's true or not. And I remember hearing that him say that on Fox News to the camera and thought, this is a quite advanced kind of analysis to, mm. to be like delivering on television sure yeah he's and and i thought about that thing where there's like some leftists who like like tucker carlson right what's that horseshoe theory thing. yes yeah yes and i uh and i was just impressed by that it stuck in my head it made me interested in tucker carlson i was like should i watch him more or something yeah but then the conclusion at the end of that inquiry is not an interesting right because interesting one because he's like and the media decides and so it should have been trump and so it's like well then you're just being nihilistic either way it doesn't matter you're not like searching you're not like making the case that there's a truth a truth that transcends the narrative you're just being like i want my truth to to be the true one yeah yes but i guess no one you wouldn't hear other other like major news outlets i think saying stuff like that that you're right about that's true that you're right about seemed to me to be kind of <clears throat> sort of advanced well you know what reality we're dictating alt comedy superstar sarah sherman gets snl <laughs> holy yes. crap and you know telling wow. they didn't even say sarah squirm they just put it sarah sherman they're rebranding her they're already yeah. trying to put her through their machine and turn it it's true they to took off all line. the crazy makeup gave just just let her with the mullet in that just gray room for the headshot i couldn't believe that yeah, yeah. that picture's so funny yeah they were like we're gonna they they put her through like the they sanitized they, they put, put her through a shower look like herself yeah she got hyper normalized yeah, yeah. Yeah, she looked like a serial killer. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. You know she when people beautiful. You the, know the official position of the podcast is she looks beautiful. She did look beautiful. You know when people look at a picture and they're like, "This guy looks like a pedophile." E yes. It's a funny not. thing to say, but no one really looks. It's like extremely that. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy has has child molester vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't really think anyone... Yeah. Really, what do you mean? He has a mustache and glasses? Yeah. And some bad news. Me and Will have been working on this show, the Halloween show that we're doing, called Scariest Parts of Scary Movies Marathon. And um, one of the scary parts is from the movie Jeepers Creepers, but it turns out that the person who directed all three Jeepers Creepers is a convicted pedophile. And so... Oh. So you're going to take them off? The clip. Yeah. But it's oh. pretty scary. It's scary. That's the scariest part of the movie. Maybe we'll yeah. share that, but I, yeah. Oh. That gave me a fright. <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did see him. I did see him reading articles about it, mm. and that the director had put characters speaking about their abuse in the movie. Yeah, mm. I've never scary. seen that movie. It's not very good, but in the worst movies are the best scary scenes. Because in a really good scary movie, you need to watch the entire thing for the scenes to work. But in a bad scary movie, you don't need to watch the movie at all. You just need to watch the scary. Because the director yeah. was like, ah, "I got three scenes in my I got head. Two I'll fill it good out. ideas. <laughs> I'll yeah. wrap a movie and a bunch of shitty this. plot. Yeah. yeah, and terrible yeah. character development. Yeah, huh. yeah. It's like when you buy Parmesan and it's filled with filler. So, that's right. Yeah. So, so can when I go to the show, can I sh be assured that 
that all the scenes that I'm watching are from uh, artists that have a kind mm-hmm. of we're a doing track record yes. moral. We picked the clips record. weeks ago so that Will would have time to investigate yes. everybody's. All, all the horror directors are committed leftists. Yes, I was gonna say that. Yeah, none of them are even class traders. Or, yeah, yeah. No, or they are. Sarah, a class trader is good. Is it good? Oh, yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless, unless they were Depends poor and they became rich. And then they they were traders Ooh, upward. Yeah. Yes, they all have spotless backgrounds, and they're just in lockstep with everything that you believe. <laughs> these people believe. <laughs> so no need to stress. That's no, good. there'll be no new ideas that anyone will be confronted with. <laughs> no one will have to stretch <laughs> the their their perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sarah Scrum got SNL, which is kind of exciting people are like saying that they'll watch Saturday Night Live now I don't know that I will watch Saturday Night Live I'll watch Live the clips now. that I'll she's in I'll watch the clips I'm gonna I'll watch, watch the, the clips clip. if you're yeah. not if you're not um, familiar Sarah Squirm this is exciting news for us because Sarah Squirm is one of our the best friends <laughs> that's right <laughs> very huge close congratulations very to her close she's to very she close worked so hard yeah we're so proud of her back in here at home <laughs> and we're just happy to have her in New York City where she's really close yeah. <laughs> um wait well fuck Oh, uh, the clips. The clips. It's crazy to me that people even, that young people even watch it. It's like, you should be out having no, a drink. No, you should be out. You should be out having a drink Saturday night, 11 totally. p.m. Totally. Totally. I don't understand it. But yeah, no, it's great, you know, and uh, I don't really have much, I don't know if I have much to <sighs> it say It has about some it. of the best satire, though, around. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's true. That's it's true. true. Wait, it's, yeah. Wait, what did you say that it has the best satire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wait. Sometimes, uh, yes, it does. Sometimes I realize, you know, you can try and play a game on a podcast where you say something you don't believe, the most glib version mm-hmm. of something you don't. No, believe dude. In, you don't, and your co-host look at you. No, 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 dude. I left the silence hang because okay. it was a comedy silence. Oh, okay. Oh, oh shit. I understood the joke oh, you were making. Sleepy on season three, you're bringing in these concept of comedy silences. Yeah, comedy silence. Someone never had concepts. them before. Well, now he, we on have. On the old podcast, you'd hate the idea of silence at all. And now I love the idea of silence. All right. Well, it's I'll about what you're not them. saying. Can you just do a little sign language mm-hmm. when when you when you're doing it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> I'll do ASL. That's funny. Um, American gosh. sign language. All right, guys. Let's I converge have, on. I have a couple more things no, I can no, say no. on Saturday Night Live, or I have a different subject. So no, there's two doors. Well, One door you know what's behind it. Another go, door you don't know. Let's keep going on Saturday Night Live. This is not... okay. It's this dangerous is, territory. Yeah, I mean, why is it dangerous territory? Because once Alex Bliss's dad listened to the podcast and we went off about how Lauren Michaels sucks and uh, he it's turned tr- it off and so we were being ageist. <laughs> we kind of yeah. were. We kind of were. And I wasn't on that podcast. So. You know, I did think about that because this is this is what's interesting about it. So, Sarah, we're not, you know, we don't, <laughs> we're not friends with her, but she's like adjacent. We have, you know, she's like, yeah. and that, this is the first time since I started doing comedy that someone that's like a, that part I, of your world. Part of, it's a, yeah. at least a little bit part of my a world. Colleague. Uh, a colleague. Yeah, let's call her a colleague. <laughs> that's right. Um, and, you know, I and it's w- cool because she's awesome in her comedy. Is, and she's is cool and cool. interesting. Yeah, right. stand up is great. She's weird. Yeah. yeah. We identify as weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it did make me think, you know, I, we did talk shit about Lauren Michaels at one time. Mm-hmm. And being on SNL is like, especially after this new round, I was like, oh, yeah, it's not something that is even like. I don't, you know, it doesn't seem even like in the world of, in the universe, cosmos of possibility for us. So to us, for us to talk about Lauren Michaels makes no difference. Doesn't totally, matter. Totally, but totally. conceivably, 
You know, and I was thinking, I wonder if she's talked shit about Lauren Michaels. Well, it, it on some podcasts. I'm sure she has. Because she gets sure spicy on podcasts. I'm sure she you know? has. And, and it wouldn't be so far off for, for her to get Shane Gillis for talking shit about, I was about to say, we Lauren Michaels. Get her. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to listen to 10 hours of podcasts in order to <laughs> make things Find right. Yeah. <laughs> and stop feeling this gnawing feeling of jealousy by getting her fired. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that thing, Sarah, you said a long, long time ago about... Um, that it was wise. The Allison Roman I was about to say that again. About, yeah. and, and about kind of being a class traitor. It's yes. like a version of being a class yes. traitor. Well, you don't realize there's a tentative space between when you're still not Nobody. known and when you're actually a celebrity <laughs> where you th- you taught you shit on other celebrities right because they're celebrities they're celebrities they're nobody. like in yeah. a different cast than you right. and then celebrities will hear about that and get mad at you while you're in your uh, purgatory as you're transitioning exactly. into there mm-hmm. exactly yeah. and you and what what Allison Roman did was make the mistake of thinking that she was still a regular person when she was when when she got called out by Chrissy Teigen was like no you're Christine was like, no, 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 you're being a traitor. Yeah. We don't do this to each other. Yes. You know? Yes. Exactly. Did she say those words? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're being a traitor. You don't betray the celebrity class. The o- she broke Omerta. Yeah. <laughs> so. <clears throat> it's true, no, but weird. I was thinking about it. Like, I was like, SNL must be, you know, it's, it's. You know, you can't, stuff you can't say anymore. Kind of, right? There's, oh my God, there's so much stuff you can't say anymore. Am I right about this or am I wrong about this? I. Can you still be spicy and be on SNL? Yeah, maybe I don't you know. can. Sarah had a, she had a post when she posted about it on, on her Instagram. She was like, uh, and, and, NBC just made the worst mistake of their life. They're going to regret it. Mm. And I thought, oh. Many a truth was spoken in jest, perhaps, <laughs> yes. is what perhaps. she's And I thought, oh, even the, the corporate overlords can permit a little kind of a sassy little Instagram post. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that actually makes them stronger because they're sublimating all resistance into their brand. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Capitalist no. realism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this was a moment of resistance. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna show Sarah Squirm like a uh, put coming out of a big butthole with a bunch of poop, and then the and then oh. viewers will watch with lose with all power. Viewers will watch with floridated stares and say everything is okay in America. And she's pretending to be like John McCain or some more like <laughs> some celebrity. Oh, It'll be like man. in V for Vendetta. Everyone will be watching, saying V's out there fighting for us. I can't wait uh, till Sarah Squirm gets her. Hand hands on the midterm elections oh my god <laughs> can't wait to see what she yeah. does with them yeah are they gonna make her play like politicians and stuff like that they're gonna make her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has no choice yeah damn that's bruh funny. bruh what were you gonna say what was your other topic well i was gonna say that of like people that whose comedy i like getting um hired at SNL, the only person who has, like, changed it in any way is, like, Julio Torres, or, like, whose voice, unique comedy voice seems to have actually carried through the show and been av- available. They to let him write about, like, diamonds and, yes, and, crystals, and crystals and stuff like that. I like those videos. I only know that one sketch about ty- uh, Papyrus or whatever. That's a good sketch. Then the there's well Wishing Well sketch. for Boys. Oh, that was a good yeah. sketch. Yeah. And there's a couple other things like that. Yeah, it's the digital shorts. That's where you really get to. The digital shorts is where the magic yeah. happens, which is, is interesting that stuff because can be go on YouTube, right? But the mm-hmm. sketches can't. 
No, they, can't. they no. all can. see. I mean, they're all they're all in a sense digital shorts. I don't know what anything the hell you're about talking, what about. talking about. What the hell are you talking about? Give me the sketches on YouTube. Well, you they're, I mean, they're so big. The files are so big. Yeah. Well, they're all of SNL shot on film. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> shot on 16 yeah. millimeter. <laughs> yeah. And Dan Licata doesn't work for Saturday Night Live anymore. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, He's is not that on this season? Is that whatever? It's on Twitter. Oh, it was on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I heard it. Sleepy's oh, afraid no. I'm sharing insider gossip. I heard it through bad back chat. No, no. uh, I, I was, was on Twitter. I was, it made me so happy to think of Dan Licata I know. being in the SNL I know. room. Well, I guess to the point that I was going to make is that mostly when someone I think is cool gets hired at Saturday Night Live, I'm like, oh, great. So the most productive years of their life will now be wasted in this like horrible corporate comedy environment where they can't make anything interesting. And uh, anytime they try to, the t- weird tonal quality of Saturday Night Live will like fuck up their sketches. Like when Tim Robinson was on there, like none of what he actually was good at doing came through on Saturday Night Live. But that's so. not what's going to happen to Sarah Sherman. But hopefully not. She's no, going to hack, she's gonna hack she's it. She's going to hack it. She's yeah. going to hack it. She's going to bend, she bend SNL to her will, the actual infrastructure, until it f- goes into a point and perfectly, perfectly articulates her the collision poop of and yeah. airy poop vagina and Saturday Night Live. Yes. Yeah. 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 My favorite Saturday Night Live episodes are just the Christmas uh, specials where like a lot of the alumni come back and they sing songs and they don't even really try to be funny. They're just like, <laughs> they're being happy. I just think that's beautiful. And I, that's what they're best at is just like celebrating like, we're Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, don't even worry about the sketches. All Jimmy the, Fallon pl- playing the guitar. All the magic in Saturday Night Live happens when they walk out at the end to say goodbye to the exactly. audience. That's really exactly. What the and the Christmas episode about. is just a one long, <laughs> one long night. Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like when episode. they have a conservative politician on and they kind of make jokes with him and, and it's like they're friends. With and they him. sanitize him. And yeah. they sanitize yes, it. that's yeah, true. And it, Yes. I like that too. That's good too. <laughs> um, who was saying it's more clout to get fired from SNL? Who was saying that? Someone was saying it in my life. I can't remember. <laughs> it's got like a lot of clout to get fired. I mean, you know, but then you mm. win either way. If you stay, it's good. If you get fired, it's also good. Look, I don't want to be bad vibes because we wish Sarah Sherman the best. <laughs> Of course, and because we live under a posi vibes, posi vibes dictatorship. That's right. <laughs> Where we would never. Carly said that. Carly, Carly said, said it's that. more clout to get fired. No, psych. Let's be negative vibes. Let's be negative vibes. Yeah, Let's resist. Mind. Resist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If only I worked on SNL, so I could get fired. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, would be awesome. We would be rich. I'd be sad if either of you guys got SNL. Even though you'd still live in New York City, I feel like I would like give you a hug and say goodbye. Well, because we wouldn't be around. Yeah. You wouldn't be around. I heard you have to work a lot. Yeah. I work from home. But I'd be fine to work yeah, a lot. Can I, I already, can I work from home? <laughs> can I write the sketches from home? Now that would be cool. That would yeah. be cool. I already work a lot, you know, so. But we see each other, you know? You're not yeah. like in 30 Rockefeller <laughs> Plaza. That's true. You'd give me, yeah, you, I would give you guys a hug and say goodbye to you. It's true. And then, because then in the weekends, you wouldn't want to hang out with us. Because you'd have your big show. You'd have your big <laughs> show and you celebrities and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that, uh, it felt for Sarah Sherman the same way it felt for um, Keegan Michael Key and the movie Don't mm-hmm. Think Twice. That's a that's a documentary. Uh, that's a Don't yeah. Think Twice is a documentary. <laughs> Move that movie moved me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what a kind of friend though I have a fantasy about being and th- that I think I do a good job being is like the friend 
the friend who's like your real friend that like Drake raps about in that his keeps songs. you that keeps yeah. you like keeps you real yes yeah. that doesn't want anything from you doesn't want any like money or clout from you wow. and is even like in the beginning of you getting famous you kind of have a breaking apart but then like they call that friend calls you one day no no you're the famous wait, person. Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. who's famous on? who's let's, let, let's say going you're famous here? Sarah and okay. I'm your friend and I called you yes yes because you you you're just You've had eight months of like a roller coaster. And where are you? Being famous. And I am like I'm I'm like in I'm in East Jesus, Texas, you know, like, <laughs> like far away from where where we started. I'm in Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. Don't know how I got there. In a there. hotel room, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. And where crazy. Where am I? And <laughs> <laughs> you're in front of your computer. You're in your room. Where are your enemies, dude? I, yeah. I haven't moved. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you but. and you're you're strung out, and you've been fought, surrounded by fake friends, you know, for years now. And you call me up, and you're like, "Hey, where are you? Let's go get a cup of coffee," you know. And I'm like, of course. And I like, we we reconnect. And I'm like, the friend who who who's doesn't want anything from you, but you can like lean on me. I'm a rock, you know. Wow. That's that. I have a fantasy about being that for a famous friend. <laughs> mm. Cool. Yeah, but watch you like listen to her the whole time to her problems, and then you're like. Hey, so that SNL after party. Yeah, you saw my story to VH1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. I think I think I'd like to be that kind of friend too. The friend who doesn't want anything. But then I would hope to be rewarded for not wanting anything. Right. Yeah. Ah, it's it's true. what Kierkegaard calls the night of true of, of faith. The night mm-hmm. of faith. The night of the of love of true. So there's the, the night, night of dark night of the soul. The night of infinite resignation, the night of faith, and the night of faith knows that something won't happen, but has faith that it will. Is a paradox. Mm. Mm. That's what it means to have faith. That's what I am. Yeah. You're the night of faith. What's the other night again? The, uh, the night of infinite resignation. Kierkegaard and Drake got a collab. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, Link up. Mm-hmm. Lay a few tracks on the wax. That's right. This That's reminds right. me of. Uh, was it last week that you guys went to Philly for the Johnny Brendis? Yeah, that's right. Show? Um, I was invited to go because there was an extra seat in the car. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to. And yet? And yet I didn't go. Why didn't you go? Because I had my own show on Friday that I needed to get ready for. Uh, and I, in my head, I was like, you know, I want to go, but I can't just be Simple Town Groupie forever. You know? Well, hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Because I went left, last time. We left. The show was on Thursday. We came back Friday morning. <laughs> when was your show? Friday night. Had to practice. What's the problem? Had to practice. Had to take it seriously. I know. So you were practicing from morning till night? Mm-hmm. And, okay. But I think also Sarah's describing a kind of an emotional truth uh, that she wanted to, to honor, which is that she of, can't be a simple time group. Don't think forever. of yourself as a groupie. You're our friend. Yes. And I like... But I like being a simple town groupie. I think it's fun. I think I could maybe even be ha- live a happier life if all I did was. <laughs> if you didn't was, do comedy, you just followed comedy, us around. I'm just in the green room waiting for you guys <laughs> yeah. to get off stage, eating a granola bar. That's right. <laughs> Already drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Blackout. Yeah, I think I could be happy, stress free. You know, though I would be sad as you guys got more and more successful, and I was just like your friend. But bye, Lena. Bye, Lena. Bye. No, Lena put, Cam, she's we'd losing. put you up sometimes. And you'd put me up sometimes, but not all the time, but yeah. some some of the times. Yeah. You know, when the show wait. didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On low stakes shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't go, and so I said, "This is a new day." 
And uh, yeah. Wow. wow. I'm a solo artist. And how did your show go? It went awesome. Great. Except, actually, this is kind of links everything together. Please. Uh, fuck. <laughs> and what were we talking about before we were talking about Saturday Night Live? Um, the the hamster that beat the S&P 500 by trading cryptocurrency? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. Well, I can't remember it. I'll just start saying my thing, and then I'll remember how it relates. Um, so I did the show with Luciana. show went great. Thank you, everybody that came to it. It was really fun. Uh, both me and Lucy do this style of comedy that's like... Uh, doing a lot of self-reflection and like doing the, sharing these like big life realizations and like storytelling about our inner life that is like punctuated with jokes and we both did well on the show but I couldn't help but feel like after it ended I was just like sitting in reflection and being like maybe this is a boring format and then I was talking to you about this I was like how do I galaxy brain doing this mm. something about it I was just like oh I'm just being like a fringe festival hack or like, you know what I mean? Like that's so the formula of this sort of one person show is like, so I was 10 years old and this happened. Okay, jump forward. Now I'm 25 and then this happens. <laughs> like yeah. it's so pat. And I was like, yeah. what's more interesting than this? But like can convey that the things that I want to say, which are realizations and reflections about life. Yeah. But more in a more interesting form. I mean, I think that's a good reflection to have and it's good to always grow your thing. But I think there's a there's a hack version of everything, right? Like, I mean, I've felt with my own work, like I'm like, oh, I'm doing this corny thing. Put in a bald cap on your head and pretend to be the Statue of Liberty and speak in Spanish. Yeah, I'm doing it's there's a there's a I mean it's there's a hack version of that. I'm doing a hack <laughs> I'm doing a shittier no version. No way. <laughs> I'm doing no. a shittier version of something way more interesting. Sarah, you got to watch Stuart Lee. I keep thinking who is that person that Sam wants me to watch and I can never remember. We really can't get our friends to watch fucking Stuart Lee. I know. They refuse. I know. They refuse. And I'm going to kick Will's ass for not finishing that I special. know cuz it got really funny after he left. I know and he's just like I just I don't know. I'm just not interested. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. You can't say that as a friend. You have to no. pretend. Yeah, we got to watch a whole special. Let's yeah. do it sometime. Stuart Lee. I have Carpet Remnant World. I think it's his best one. <laughs> let's watch and it. Let's watch it after. Let's not even work today. Let's just watch it after the pod. We'll watch it after the pod. We won't work today. Take the day off. Ooh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. It just made me think. Wait, he he talks about... Because he, grew, he grew, grew up in a kind of fringe festival environment. Mm. And that's where he did his comedy. And he has this funny bit where he's being kind of, He's deliberately being glib where someone's like... He's like, my wife told me about this new special from this comedian. He has this one-man show, and it's about his dad dying, and it's really, really sad. Oh, yes. And Surly, and then Surly's like has this bit where he's like, well, what's the point? He's like, I'm not going to do this right, but he's like, well, what's the point of that? He's supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a comedian. He's yeah. like, why would you just ring out one sad event that happened in your life for commercial success <laughs> over and over and over again? Yeah. Well, it's funny because in that special, he's making fun of the thing you're talking about the whole time. Yes. He's making mm -hmm. fun of, like, like uh, funny, like, tragic comic fringe festival things. But, but I think Stuart Lee does the thing that I would want to do if I were a stand-up, which is, like... He has the jokes of a stand-up, but with the structure and thought and, like, time commitment of, like, a one-person show. Mm. And I think it's really good. And, and they're, they're all his shows are, like, about something. He never says things he, like, doesn't believe in or he arrives at... So you, you get to see who he's really like. Mm. It's not just, like, random little jokes and stuff. And it's all... It's all 
All right, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it. <laughs> You're like, stop talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. That's part of why I like doing stand-up comedy is like, you just have a bunch of things I feel like telling people that are, I think, interesting. But it's like, if you can make the jokes and people will laugh at them, then you have an excuse to be doing it. And otherwise, you're just giving a TED talk or doing a moth story slam yeah. or something. This yeah. is my theory. This is my theory about how you like deepen a thing. You do the you do the one style. I'm, this is not going to end in a joke. This is a real is reflection, serious, real serious reflection. And then we get back to jokes because we got to do some jokes. We're back to six viewers. We need to get back to high energy. Um, what's up? Oh, got some gossip on the line, but what? not allowed to share. Can it. you read it? No, can't share it. Said specifically not to can say I on the pl- pod. Can I please read it? Can I read <laughs> yeah, it? Am I allowed to? And I'm gonna react. I'm gonna react to it for people listening. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Uh oh, there's not even it's not it just says I have gossip. It doesn't say what the gossip is. But it's kinda cool. I I think I have kind of a juicy story about it. All right. Okay, everybody's got little juicy stories, and no one has got the the nads to say. Imagine that. being <laughs> a listener and just being just pulling out your hair. What are they talking about? Don't yeah. waste my time. I'd be pulling out my hair if I heard what you just said, which is you want to get back to the jokes. I'd be like, but what Sarah's saying is so interesting. Oh, we it's should true. explore You're that right. more deeply, and I shouldn't just um, no, 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 I'm, try I'm, to get off of it. I was about to have a serious, okay, a serious well, then, reflection. All right, let's hear it. This is how you deepen the thing. This is what this is where I'm mentally at. And keep in mind, I've done I've gotten on stage alone like five times. He's only ended. been on stage five yeah. times. He's <laughs> <laughs> terrified. But I'm really trying to do it again. I'm really trying to get back up on stage. And I think what it is, you have one thing, yeah, right? You have one genre. You do it for a while. Self-reflection, self-whatever. You're, yes, you're sort realizations. of uh, realization style. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to rest that. Or I have this other interest, which is like one-liners. Or I'm going to rest mm-hmm. that. I have this other interest, which mm-hmm. is physical comedy. Or I'm going to rest that. I have this other interest, which is whatever else. And then you do that other shit. And then you come at the first thing with this other tool set. Mm-hmm. And then your innovation is like, what if you combined? Mm-hmm. What if you could combine this thing with this other thing? And that's the innovation. But you need a lot of time to develop these you different languages. Yeah. Yeah. Or even three. Even three. Yeah. Just, does that make sense what I'm saying? Totally. That's how you totally. do That's how you innovate on the languages. Like mm. you find another language and you go, my innovation is this yeah. meets this. My second language could be doing um, audience interaction. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Speaking of, I don't think that could be it. <laughs> you get nervous. You think so? I'd get, uh, you know, I get you nervous. You get nervous doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Firestone special. She's teaching old people to do stand up. Yeah. That could be your innovation. Really? In her new special, she's teaching old people yes. to do stand up? Yeah. yeah, and they're the ones doing stand up. Fascinating. It looks kind of feel good. Like you'd feel good after watching it. There, there is a new genre of stand-up special, which is the concept stand-up That's special. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but people are tired of doing. It. People are tired of stand-up. I think stand-up's a dying art form. It, it absolutely is. So much of it is below the level of human interest. <laughs> like, <laughs> just basic Underwater. human interest. It's, it's totally submerged. Um, but yeah, well, the funny thing I think about doing in audience interactions, what blows my mind at stand-up shows is how much the audience is typically afraid to be spoken to directly. In Absolutely. even the smallest ways, just to be asked, so are you guys on a date or something? There's so many people who are like, don't, don't, 
don't i don't yeah. want to and i'm always just like haven't you been to a show like this before it's all gonna be okay i'm just gonna like ask you this question and then you answer i'm not gonna like get you to come up on the stage or like make you do the jokes like i don't get it and like maybe because i go to so many boring stand-up comedy shows i love being interacted with i went maybe i've told this on the podcast before but i went to see moshe kasher i was a huge moshe kasher fan when i was a kid i had a big crush on him um went to see him by myself when i was like 19 or something and i was sitting in the front row and it was like tables and i was alone at a table and there was an, um, an old man alone at another table and moshe kasher did this long interaction bit with me trying to set me up with this other old guy that sort of was like bordering on like sexual harassment or like uncomfortable or something but then i just like, loved I it love i was it. like this is so great yeah <laughs> thank you for like make, putting me part of the show and I just don't get why people, yeah, in the audience are so scared. People hate being. <laughs> they should be like, I want this person to sexually harass me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I think it's because people don't feel safe. Like if Moshe, mm. Ka- Moshe Kasher is doing it, you're like, oh, he, he knows what he's doing. But if someone gets up on stage and is like, oh, well, you know, I don't think, you know, Louis C.K. really was a rapist. And then they go. Oh, and by the way, are you guys on a date tonight or something? You're like, don't fucking talk to me. Like, <laughs> you're totally, gonna say totally, some crazy totally, shit. Totally, you know totally. what I mean? That's very true. I think that the audiences that that we go to shows of uh, the audiences that are at the shows we go to are too are very polite. They're like mm. polite to a fault. I think there's like a culture of like. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to heckle. I mean, and, and then you get a few, you know, then you get some annoying people. Yeah. Right. Um, um, but, and in fact, the annoying people that you get is like my biggest pet peeve. Like the worst kind of heckler is the one that thinks that they're helping out by being like, yes, yes. <laughs> like clapping and stuff. <laughs> so it's like, they're not even like aggro. Everyone's just too nice. And so I think that when you invite them to talk, they think, oh, if I talk, I'm heckling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to heckle. Mm. Yeah, I don't feel like I've done enough stand-up to enough shows that I can tell yeah. people it's are so quiet. At Luciana's show, she like asked people to like raise their hand if they thought that their outfit was like cool or something, and like almost no one raised their hand. And I was like, all really, all sixty of you people left your house not thinking that your outfits were cool. I don't believe it. Not in Gowanus, no way. <laughs> if you go and to Gowanus, you know you're you looking. You know your you're best. looking good. You know you're looking good. It's because it's a whole trek to get out there. You know, it's true. You got a stunt on them. You got to see. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get another cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold. Subject to something funny. There may not be any more coffee. No, there will be. No, you know where there's coffee in my thing. You will find you will find coffee aplenty <laughs> in my thing. In your yeah, it might be filled with microplastics. There's this like plastic, <laughs> there's this plastic ring at the bottom of the sort of contraption where the yeah. coffee gets filtered, and it's all like bitten it's up and the fucked up. And I think it's, yeah, I think oh. it's giving me a slow dose you of microplastics. What's up, Raisin Nation? What's up? We're back. It's eight forty-five. We're talking about our 8. biggest oddest Odyssey audience owns. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hate when you're in front of an audience? If you're yeah, just- I was out in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, the other day, <laughs> and there was this drunk. <laughs> there was this drunk in the audience. And I absolutely fucking shut him down. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it's uh, if you're just joining us, this is Raisin Man Arena. It's Wednesday, eight fifty a.m., September 29th Beautiful day out here in Brooklyn, New York. It's almost October. It's almost October. Wait, guys. My theory, my shadow ban ends in two. D- not not a mere two days. Wow. This is my theory. How? W- Go ahead. This is my theory. My shadow ban began. 
and when when September's over, it will have begun 90 days ago. And what I've in my research, if you remember, if you go back to the very last episode of Racing Man we did before we we silently, quietly hiatused for however many long months, I did I got shadow banned. My reach was slashed in half. Instagram was broken. I made a new Instagram. And in my research, I discovered these bands can last 90 days. That's one number I've been given. So 90 days is about to come up. What What's going to happen? It's felt like forever. It has. 90 days is a long time. Yeah. How many followers did you get on Felipe Encrypted 2? Felipe 2 Law Abiding has uh, 700 and change. That's pretty good, man. I don't think so. No. That's Not big. compared That's to... Big. So Duty Hole got banned, you know? And then ED invented... Uh, what was it called? Uh, like Stankhole. Stankhole. Yeah. <laughs> and Stankhole immediately ascended to like 4,000 followers or something. Yeah. Like if you're a king, you know, you're a king and the world knows it. He's in a yeah. different and you category. Float right up to yeah. it where you belong. Okay. Well, we're trying to gas our yeah. friends <laughs> up. It's all right. <laughs> I want to feel good. I, I know who I am. I know what I am. Yeah, but what you have what? Is? Like 3,000 followers on the other one? Close. Close. So that means almost a third of the people are engaged followers who switched and to you. will follow you anywhere. That's a lot. That's a high ratio, my yeah. man. A third. Mm, that's an interesting way to it put that it. Way. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I found out while I was uh, getting the new account that a lot of my followers on the old one, you know, are like childhood friends, friends from Argentina, people who don't care about my content. They just followed me. It's like these people aren't going to follow me into the new account. Yeah. In any case, you know, my law, the, the dark, my long dark winter is about to come to a close. I can't wait for that. Me too, man. And you better start <laughs> acting different. Yeah. I better start what? You better acting start acting different. different. I will. I will. You better be happy. I'm the happiest. Yeah, you this. better be fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> and chill. And you better move nice all the grid posts from Felipe 2 over onto Felipe Prime so that we don't lose. <laughs> so we don't. Yeah, exactly. Archive. It needs to be archival. Yeah, archive fever. I was thinking, I had this funny thought in the shower last night, Felipe, where I was thinking, oh, did we get any new followers from the Philly show? And then I was like, oh, they probably followed the Simple Town account. And then I was like, Fuck. and then I had this thing where I was like, oh, good. I'm so glad I know Felipe's running that account and I, <laughs> I don't have to think or do That's anything funny because sometimes it. I think I'm like, Sam's, Sam's taking half of the work. <laughs> I'm not really doing a whole lot on it. Okay. Yeah, well. You know, every time I post a little, a little picture of us. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, I don't like how at the Simple Town account, uh, if I see a post on there, then I see the same post basically on Felipe's account. It's sloppy. You think that's sloppy? Yeah, they should be unique posts. There's a different voice. Like, you are Felipe. That is Simple Town. No, I it's know what you mean. I've thought the same thing, but it's just, it's too much work. I'm already fucking up. People are noticing. My thumb pain is back from being on the phone too much. Damn. My thumb pain <laughs> is back in a big way. Aww. Wow. Yeah, if you don't remember, I, I think I have some sort of like pain from like being on the phone too much. And I, I went to an occupational therapist. She showed me these exercises. And uh, now I wake up with the pain and I have to like do the exercises, do them before I go to bed so that it doesn't hurt. You're talking about your shadow ban and your thumb being back. You're going to die. In yeah. <laughs> You're not meant for this world, yeah, man. Good morning, Raisin Man Arena. R. Kelly has been convicted of all really? charges. Is that why he was getting talked about online so much? Yep. So he was convicted. So what was happening this whole time? A trial? A trial, I guess, was happening this whole time. So he's going to jail. They haven't sentenced him. Oh, so convicted means you did it. We'll figure out what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to do later. 
but you did it. And what's the and what did he do, right? Because sometimes it was like sex trafficking and trafficking. Yeah, I believe. I'm always afraid. Like I can never remember the the journalistic rules of whether what we're doing counts as journalism, and like whether if we say wrong information. If we like liable. Raisin Man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. I was on the high school newspaper. So, I, you know, I take this stuff seriously. R. Kelly found guilty on all counts in sex trafficking trial. Because what I was thinking is, you know how sometimes with gangsters, okay. they do a lot of... Damn, there's a picture of R. Kelly and he's right next headline. to... <laughs> Bill Cosby feels R. Kelly got railroaded at sex trafficking trial. Wait, did Bill Cosby get let out? I, that's what I heard. How did he... Why did he get let out? Oh, he's, people just love him. And, yeah, I guess yeah. they do, huh? It's forgave him. The judge is like, come on. Come on. Um, I was thinking about how gangsters, they do a lot of bad stuff, but then they get caught for like tax evasion, you know? So yes. I thought, oh, did he get caught for, for all of it evasion. or did he get caught for one of the things? Yeah, they got him. They got him. That's all we need to know. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. That song Ignition Remix, though, is, that's fire. Are you the kind of person that's like, I don't play that anymore at parties? Um, I would only play it. So with my, you know, my Candell and, and Langston and those, my Philly comedian friends, uh-huh. we have this concept of a benign violation, which is like you can do something kind of fucked up as long as you know that no one will be hurt by it. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, so it's a benign violation. It's for the mm. pleasure of violating something. That you Wait, I wrong. love that. Con- I think that's how... I Dude, think you just stuff. gave Felipe a weapon. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing harmful violations on the podcast. Um, and so a benign violation would be if we were at a party where I knew uh, no one cared, I'd play that song. Yeah. But if we were at a party where I wasn't sure, I wouldn't play it. Yeah. Wow. One time I was at a party. Uh, this was recently. A party where like no one cares about college. sex trafficking. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. It was a sex trafficking party. You can yeah. play with Kendall and Links uh, and all your yeah. sexual harasser friends. And I, I put on Fat Joe, that um, that Fat Joe song. I forget what it what's it called, but and and Lil Kim is in it, and it, they say the N word so much. And I was like, this. I was like, oh, this is a really fun song to dance to, and I put it on, and. People were stunned that I put it on. And I remember that being a moment where I was like really embarrassed. And I was Mm. like, oh, I'm, I need to rethink the, I'm in a social environment that I don't understand. Was this in college? Mm. Yeah, yeah. This was actually like first semester of Brown. Oh, and I know, and if it's with the friend group that I think it was. (laughs) It was with the friend group that you're thinking of. Then of course, of course they'd be stunned. Yeah. (laughs) Amateur. Yeah. 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 You, Uh back in college, you had to be careful. You have to be careful. Yeah. Oh my! It was and it was tough for us, man. You know, hide of hide of all. <laughs> That's right. All that woke stuff was really There's no new. way forward. How could you imagine yourself a young white man? It's, I know exactly. It's fascinating though, right? Dodging you put on, bullets left and right. You put on a song and it's as if you said the word. No. No. <laughs> but no. But I mean, it's like, what would you be stunned at? It's a song. I mean, it's not as if, but it's like, it's, it is a violation. Like the idea that, that to put on a song that has the word is a violation. It's kind of interesting, right? It's a song. Am I wrong it's about just, this? Am I, I get why I totally got why it, yeah. it was offensive. Yeah. And I also, he also says it in such a way where it's like, really, it's like, wow, you put on this song. <laughs> yeah. You know what I totally, mean? Totally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What do you, hey, what, hey, buddy, what do you What's like about this song? What's going on? Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah, you like this? Yeah. But see, but, but even in you saying that, don't you see, doesn't that give credence to what I'm saying? Like, there's a sense in which the, the word is transferred to you, your intention to produce the word out in the world. And I guess I hear what you're saying, but I just don't think it's 
I don't think that what the you're giving us a way of thinking about it that's more helpful than just thinking Sam put this song on and it was offensive for the reason they put the song on to be like oh it's like Sam said the word it's like I don't see how that helps us to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think it, no one said way. no one said it's like you're saying the word. <laughs> no, I know it's it's not literally like you're saying the word, but it, it it shocked people as if as if it was your intention to produce the word out in the world. And yes, you're not literally saying the word, but the like that's a word that's in a lot of popular music that yeah. people listen to casually. So the idea that like it's strange for you, to, I don't know. I, and I haven't heard the song. I'm sure it says it many many times. Yeah, I'm just trying to deconstruct like what the sort of what the offense is about. Yeah. Well, I think it was just like the wrong context. It was if I was like co-signing this song, it was like, and it was in a context where it was like, I was, yeah, it's like, you're like a white person and you request this song at a party and, and then it plays and it was, it was a total bomb too, which was the other thing. Right. It's like people didn't want to dance to it. And I was like, it was a wow. funny moment. That's, yeah. yeah, that's it's not funny. good. I once played Ignition Remix at a party in like my backyard or something, and someone was like, "Who would put this song on? Like, this is so." Fun. They came up to you, and yeah, we're like, "Who would put this and song?" You were on? Like, and I was I like, don't "I don't know." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah. You don't even know why they're saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> did you think you were doing a benign violation when you of put course. it on? Of course. But well, you didn't. But you didn't. Know. But I didn't know. I didn't check everybody's background yeah. enough to know. Yeah. <laughs> One time, Felipe and I were at Heart bar and there was someone was there was like a dj there who was playing music and he went to the bathroom and felipe went on to his <laughs> computer and played a song wait did i really do yes, that I don't yes. remember this. and then he went back to our to our seats and the dj like got back and i was laughing so hard like his face where he was like looking at the computer and then like looking around like as if he was like a guard in a video game like like trying to figure out what had happened and who had done that Wait, did i really do that totally, that man. sounds so bold for me to yeah. do i must have thought it was open season i think you did yeah. i would not do something see i'm not I'm i would a, I'm really a i missed i i would have paid a lot to have seen that interaction happen <laughs> yeah. he's yelling he's at you do you remember what song i put on no damn Break the rules it was a Fat like Joe his. song and then remixed to Ignition. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Sarah? I said that you're a rule follower and that you only break the rules in the realm of ideas. It's yeah. true. It's true. I do break the rules in the the rules in the realm of ideas. My The other day, I was talking about something to my dad that um, I'm trying to speak about it in broad terms because it might be something we want to talk about on the podcast. But I was saying that I thought I was going to do something that I kind of knew was maybe bad, but then if I ever got called out on it, I would be like, I didn't know. And he said, well, you can't sin by way of naivete or something like that. He said it in Spanish. You can't sin by way Tú of... no puedes... Pecar por ingenuidad is what he said. Naivete. And I thought that was interesting, right? You can't do a bad thing and then be like, I didn't know. That's still a sin. Mm. Mm. Well, in the Nuremberg trials, famously, there was a big discussion about whether you can commit a human rights violation if human rights laws haven't been invented yet, you know? Oh, that is interesting. I mean, you can... Interesting. Yeah. Something to think about. Let's throw it to the chat. Can you commit a human <laughs> rights violation if human rights have not been invented? Carly, we're going to need you on this one. Yeah. Laura as well. 
Maybe I can make a little Twitch poll. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, have that functionality. Do you guys remember when in high school people would put on like you'd be with all your white friends and they put on like MIA like paper planes and mm-hmm. stuff and it would be cringe? No, I don't think that way at all. I see. What, I don't think that way at all. Why would that be cringe? You know, it's because it's like it's MIA and like the gun part goes and everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are other There's other kinds of music That I think are more cringe For white people to play When mm. they're all together <laughs> But MIA I What think would is, it be Just so I know I don't know For future reference So I don't play it I don't know I'd have to think about it Okay Yeah Australians be like Human ri- rights <laughs> Who said nice. that? Carly? Human <laughs> rights Human rights. I'm sorry I shut you down, Sam. No, dude, I don't feel shut down. I it feel is like good. I'm in a good mood. Paper I'm drinking more coffee. I'm feeling more up. Are you feeling more I was up? having trouble with word acquisition early on in the oh, podcast. So, but now I'm getting better. Next, let's go to the next subject. Last episode, I drank too much coffee and I was too hyphy, and I was like, I need to like cool it. Yeah, he, Felipe was like an annoying last podcast. No, I wasn't. You're just saying that to <laughs> He's get in my talking head. Too much. You're trying to get in my head because you He's know talking what too much. He was explaining that he was trying to act smart. It's true. Well, that's <laughs> you know, true. People who act smart. That's well, true. dude, yeah. it's yeah. If you mention Brad Tremel, it's like a mice to crumbs with Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, we went to a land party. This oh, weekend. that's right. Talk about that? Yeah, and you that weren't was, at it. That was mm-hmm. really, really exciting. Uh, a LAN party, LAN stands for Local Area Network. It's kind of like a private internet. Sure. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, only the elite. Uh-huh. Exactly. Only the 1%. Mm-hmm. And it was hosted... When people come over to watch a movie... This is the chat. Sam's reading the chat now. Okay, yeah. So this is from Laura Jacobus. When people come over to watch a movie, I have them choose between some Blu-rays, and I've noticed no white people will even consider the Spike Lee... I have seems, seems counterproductive. Seems counterproductive. Okay, I'll read this the way it was. <laughs> I've noticed no white people will ever consider the Spike Lee I have. Hmm. Seems counterproductive. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's another uh, there's another layer there, which is that you're then going to be on a podcast talking about it, and so you know why take any kind of risk, even a relatively benign one, to discuss the Spike totally. Lee movie. I mean, I even just had this thought of like, oh gosh, we're talking about this, saying the N word on our podcast. Uh, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but I think, but I, I was policing everything you guys said, and I think it's okay. <laughs> I kept in, you well within the lane. in the hippocampus of yeah. your brain is a little policeman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that is interesting. Um, wait. So you were talking about this land party? Yeah, this land party. Oh, sorry. Do we want to? Do we want to like mine this? No, no, no. Yeah, well, the thing you need to know about Laura is, is that she runs a podcast where That's you watch right. movies. And then you discuss so it, them. So it would be feel a little bit like a trap, you know. You better come with your... Arts. You better come having read a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. before before you choose the Spike Lee movie, And I think you, you know? should know about the Twitch is that there's a big, long delay. So often people will comment on things we finished, we ended talking about. Maybe. And then we got to circle back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now... And then I want to circle back to the thing about the audiences and interacting with audiences. And okay. And scared. 
they wish i wish something scary would happen at a show that audiences could i mean you were at a pretty scary show recently and <laughs> yeah. i don't think you enjoyed it very much <laughs> is, wait and you, you didn't just, like you it, should Sarah. actually i want to hear sarah talk about that show can you uh, let's talk about the land party okay <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that would be interesting wait that'd be interesting do you not want to talk about it because it would uh i'll think about it and then maybe i'll talk about okay because i really think it's really it's interesting a, it's a funny ass story people but mm-hmm. yeah. and just a correction from Laura, Laura saying this wouldn't be for the podcast. It would, oh, it would just, just be for just watching. for social reasons. Oh, just well, for hanging? F, those people are Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I gotta see what the other option you're giving there them are is. Snow White and all this kind of corny ass stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they want to watch Snow White <laughs> not do the right thing. Yeah. So go, um, go, t- so let's talk about the land party. Okay, okay, the land party. So local area network. So people were gaming at this party. It was Club Cringe. Club Cringe. Uh, created by our friend Jake Sillen. And people, Maybe other people, I don't know, and and other people as well, <laughs> who are friends know. with us. I don't know who counts. I don't know if the other Sam counts as. I'm not sure. This I don't know. And it was really cool. We went there, and I will say it was hard to. So so we walk into a space, and it was rows and rows and rows of monitors. I thought it was going to be kind of like a gimmick, a little bit like a concept. It was going to be mostly party and dancing and then a little bit like a few monitors for gaming. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, cool, a land party. No, 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 no. There were rows and rows of monitors and all of them were, were full of people gaming. And it was, it was kind of exciting and cool. And there was also little televisions where you could sit around and play Xbox as well. So there, or PS3, you know, things like that. And... I went to Jake and I was like, I was like, wow, the ratio from gaming to dancing is like, I thought it was going to be mostly dancing and just like a few monitors for gaming, but it's like, there's a lot of gaming. And Jake was like, it's perfect. It's the perfect ratio. And then more people game and came in and get, and, and then the dancing really started to quit, pick up and DJ Abby, who's a friend of ours, did a really, really awesome set. That really got people going. Um, I got I played the Worms game. Uh, you and Carly Ar- played Worms. Worms Armageddon. What else? What other details? I actually find it kind of hard to game uh, because okay. I I found I mean first because we were with friends and not all of us played the same game, but also because I think of gaming as like a very like single-minded solitary thing and i have this like prejudice that if i'm with around people it's like really bad to play a video game like you don't want people watching you play video games if you're at a party you can't be playing a video game like i already i'm already embarrassed to play a video game when i'm like hanging out with friends in my house Mm. um so it was kind of hard for me to like focus i I played a little bit of overwatch but then pretty quickly i was like there's dancing going on like i can't be playing overwatch but maybe if i'd been with like a couple friends playing overwatch it would have been okay, but I also thought the party was split into like the people who were dancing and then the people who had come to game. And I sat next to this this guy who had come to play Overwatch and wow. me and him were like trying <laughs> to play. And I was like, I just can't do this. Like that rules for someone like that to get an opportunity. <laughs> to, get, to be a part of nightlife. To be a part of nightlife. I guess you're right. That, that is, is really cool. special. Yeah. Look at this cute video of Felipe dancing. Let me Let's see. Play it again. I wish people could see it on the Aww, doing a little cute. bit of doing a little Charlie Brown kicks. Yeah, they're pretty good, right? Doing a little SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. <laughs> they got a cute outfit on. Cute. I looked really fly. Carly's Carly's confirming that hard to, to game, game too, too much, much on. Going on. Also, then, Carly's not a gamer. And Carly's not a gamer. Well, but everyone can be a gamer. Yeah, don't get 
He's trying to keep people out of being gamers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. A gamer can come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like don't, gatekeep. Yeah. don't gatekeep. Yeah, that's a cool party. It's and fun. Tay Buns 16 saying hi, Sam. Do we know who Tay Buns is? No. Who are you? Say who you are, and I can say hi back. Um, Raisin Man Arena, September 29th, Wednesday morning. It's 9 11. Uh, nine, 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 September eleven a.m. Yes. September twenty ninth. It's nine in the morning. Eleven minutes have transpired since nine began. We've already done the nine eleven episode. That was during nine eleven. We had a beautiful retrospective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. had Live. people come on to the show. Twenty four hour where Twitch they stream were that day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I do a subject that's Felipe doesn't like when we do the subject? Please, I'm I'm curious. I'm now curious to see what the subject is that I don't it's like. Dating. Oh, fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, it's time for the Raisin Man in the Morning dating segment, World of Romance. Um, with Sarah and Sam. Do 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 do. I got Hinge. Oh, you got Hinge. You got a Hinge now. Mm-hmm. Holy, mm-hmm. this is big. Mm-hmm. This is really I've never unexpected. Never done the dating apps before. Sam, don't you think this is big? It's big. I heard about it last night. Believe it or not, me and Sam hung out last night. I know. I know. You guys hung out with him. And then you invited him. You invited me later, but you know it doesn't. Let me see these guys. So what's crazy about all this is that like, have you gotten some? Can I see your account? Can we show the account on the screen or something? Um, gosh, what? Every time I mention that having to hinge, everyone wants to look at the account, and I'm like, don't you realize how there's something so humiliating about that for me? I don't know if everyone feels that way, but like, yeesh, it just gives me like a little shiver. But I have been um, pressured into showing it to several people at this point, so I should just get over it. Um, What's little, wrong with being a beautiful young woman? I know, I know, <laughs> and looking for love. I know. Well, it's you okay. know, I'm just curious to see how you're kind of selling. How yourself. I'm presenting myself. Yeah. yeah well, I. I'm no. I'm gonna do say what I wanted to say. Say what you um, want to say. Fine. Which is that I just am finding it so weird that everyone I'm seeing on this app, they're just so far outside of anyone that I normally yeah. run into in the world that I, it makes me confused about the like the social landscape and cultural terrain of like New York City young people because it's just like the most normie people in the world, the most professional people in the Don't world, chugs, chugs, and just like no one looks like anyone that I know. I just it's like confusing. I'm like, wait, I thought everybody said they were on these apps. Is nobody on Hinge? Everybody's on Tinder, right? You go to you spot. go to the mics and everyone's like, so I'm on Hinge, and then it's like, well, I want to see the motherfucker from the mic and then yes. you're seeing some like some like this dude how do you describe this guy this guy has permanent bar mitzvah face <laughs> he just, in all of his photos he looks like he's at a different bar mitzvah <laughs> <laughs> he's on the beach he's, he's wearing a suit he's like he's wearing, he's wearing a, a suit bar mitzvah in every suit on photo the beach. we can Bro. go to a bar mitzvah together Jesus we Christ look oh my god you're totally right Felipe. look at that that's classic he's just, bar mitzvah he's just like at a bar mitzvah wow. in every photo wow. <laughs> and what's wrong wow. with that you know and 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 I'm supposed to use this data to make a decision about whether or not to go on a date with someone, and I really don't like that. Like he's this man has written. I I recently discovered that laugh crying emoji is millennial cringe. Bro, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not even a big deal. And no. and I have to make a decision about you based on like knowing that you. Think also, that. that's like trying. That's like venturing out a little take that doesn't. It's yeah. Not really interesting. I think the most important data point on Hinge is. Do they smoke weed or not? Mm. <laughs> You're right about Cause that. Because if they smoke weed, you know they're rad. I rarely look at the answers unless 
the unless the photos are like really got me on the fence i'm like okay yeah, like the yeah. photos supplemental writing material <laughs> yeah I'll be the with your college admissions yeah. yeah it's like your your grades you're are good enough close one you're on the line yeah yeah, we'll yeah. the creative essay and then yeah. i read and then i read the the questions but the questions are a trap they're not it's not really easy to answer them in a cool way you always no. look lame answering what, sam's got funny answers. wait okay let me see your answers that won't show me your pictures but Fine. No, you can look at the pictures. You can look at the answers. You know who had a really who really good answers was Edie's friend Eliza. Eliza Kimberly had really yeah. funny answers. Have you seen hers? No. It's, Man, it's funny how every time someone has asked me to look at my profile, I say no, and then they're like, "But can I?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> However, I don't know how. Can you we look show at this? Then you buckle. Ooh. Ooh. Looking good. Wait, hold on. Thanks. I'm tangled in so many cables right now. <laughs> um, look at the whole thing. Look at the pictures. Look at that. Okay. Can people see? Can, Can I take a if I show? Yeah, show them. Just show them. Okay. So, first pick, cutie pick in front of the mirror, which you put on your Instagram. Check back on my Instagram. Second pick, you uh, like slating a movie. That's right. So it shows that you like movies and you look cute in the photo. And it's sort of, wait, That you make movies. And it's sort of artistic. It's sort of artistic. Ooh, third pick at a Raisin Man show. Doing Raisin Man. So you, it's not even your face. You just show, I got clout. People got will clout. sit in a fucking Popular, a lot of friends. watch me talk. Yeah. Fourth pick. Oh, I'm in your hinge. It's Felipe. It's me. It's a bathing suit picture. And you really do look good. Yeah. So it's, all, it's great. And I wow, maybe someone cute. maybe someone will ask you about the guy next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't. Uh, none of the guys. A Goldman Sachs yeah. analyst <laughs> who's interested in Sarah. Then your, this is my Instagram. Your regular Instagram photo, which is funny because I feel like you don't look like that. Doesn't thing. look like me. I don't know. It's an old photo, right? It's an it's old from a couple years ago. Yeah. But huh. I just like the picture. And then Sam is yeah. here. Oh. And then, oh, and Sam's on there. Too. Oh, and maybe they'll ask about. Me. Oh, wow, yeah. wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool. And then let's and see then you the can read my answers. <clears throat> Unusual skills, lucid dreaming, it's true. which is important to me too. And that's funny. I was, I was thinking about Carly's joke about how men only want to talk about lucid dreaming. I was like, I actually am looking yeah. to talk about lucid dreaming. <laughs> All I ask is that you wait until we've gone a few blocks away to tell me what you really think about any bad comedy show I bring you to. Very funny. That's inaccurate to mm-hmm. my life. I don't know. Best travel story got stuck in quicksand in Iceland and it was scary for real. I didn't know that. Little cry face little emoji. Cry face. Uh, yeah, I did. So I oh, went you, a little sincere mode with it. You hacked it. You hacked the questions, I'd say. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think Sam's got funny answers. What are Sam's your answers? account's all about being like, I'm a normal guy. So every prompt he answers in a way that's like, my most, my biggest pet peeve is like being weird. And... <laughs> <laughs> And everything's mm. about being normal. Normal stuff. Do you think that this represents what I'm like? This yeah. account? I mean, what it, what is what is what I'm like, you know? Who are we? It's dangerous. <laughs> what I've is the mask and what is the told, person? I've been told that I'm I'm people meet me in real life and they find that I'm a, a much more sort of sincere and thoughtful. Totally. Than you I seem am. like kind of a, a kind of a cool fuck guy on there. But yeah. that's kinda what your dating persona is. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dating character. Yeah. My persona. Oh a cool dear. Fuck yeah. guy. So anyway, I'm on there. I was on there for like ten minutes. I immediately had like seventeen likes or something because wow. on hinge they don't even it's not matches you just get people can like you and you see everything do you get a lot of likes dude not too many i get one every two weeks <laughs> yeah. yeah just just just, <laughs> just to materialize for you the sort of disparity oh. here yeah oh, one or two it really hard yeah yeah i do not no get any likes you guys up. no yeah. absolutely not and felipe's yeah, hot wild. Felipe's i know hot i'm a good looking hot, guy but hot guy and talented as well I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. 
Um, so so you got 17. So I got 17 and I was just looking at them and like, I just couldn't, I, it made me so like stressed out that I almost deleted the app like instantly. I was like, this is like not gonna, I'm not gonna have sex from this and I'm not gonna, uh, like date anyone from this this is just crazy this is just another like portal for me to look at and like in some ways you're right i think yeah <laughs> but you should give so, it a chance but i'm gonna give it a chance i hope that they they have an algorithm and that they'll algorithm me to the people that i am this is I what like. i've found when you go on the app it just swipes the very first person the very first person is, is a person of one? high interest yeah. and they'll tell you it'll be like we really think you should meet this person then the rest is like you should swipe a little bit so that the app gets to know you but then once you've done that i just go on swipe the first person and i close the app Word. It's really important for the app to get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, that thing you're saying about all the corny people on there is, it makes me think of what you said, which is that apps um, stray you from God's will. You know, yes. you're not meant yes. to meet God these people. God did not meet for, mean for me to meet these people. And and they and God didn't. And you're seeing these people and, and there's almost a feeling that's like, there's no way you exist, right? No, I, I walk through the, my world. I don't see people. Like, you don't exist. Exactly. A guy in a suit at the beach. Exactly. Like, you don't <laughs> exist. And now suddenly you're in the, in the realm oh of gosh. like, you're inside of my ontology. There's no way. And, and they should joking around about liking to wear t-shirts with a pocket like what the fuck wait <laughs> is that a, yeah That's although yeah. yeah carly says i swipe up the most on tall guys and now hinge only shows me six five guys that's like natural selection like uh like they just yeah. keep getting taller like the men are just become these like lanky deformed exactly. <laughs> and she's like breeding like they're dogs yeah. <laughs> there's also the sadness of like um just so there's a lot of men on there being really sincere about like looking for love and like just wanting someone to watch TV with at night and eat dinner and and I, I hope everybody I hope everybody on Hinge if you're listening to this guess what they gets need. what they need and guess what they're looking for I yeah. hope so too yeah I hope yeah. so too that is sad here's man. a question I have for you guys I think that there's this idea that um that men are lucky to be on the dating apps in a sense because you get to date the women and their profiles are like maybe less cringe or something than the men because men get lampooned so much for like holding a big fish, you know, yes. or whatever these tropes. But I was thinking like women are cringe. They're like allowed to be like sweet and sincere and think that they're cute and stuff all the time. So that, I like, think I women on Hinge are extremely cringe. <laughs> I've, I've, I swipe like I X most people because they're cringe. Women on, on, on dating apps are very cringe. <laughs> Okay, I don't so. think I don't think men have a monopoly on being cringe on dating apps <laughs> at all. Women just don't get shit yeah. for, or maybe they yeah, do. I don't know. Women just aren't, aren't scary. There's but, different there's uh, different like genres of cringe, but you know the fish are, is an easy one to make fun of. Easy one. But I think women are very cringe on apps. All right. Don't you think so, it. Sam? Yes. No, Sam I agree. rolled his eyes as I even posited that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I I totally agree. I think it's a is it's tough, you know you know having a masculine identity is hard because it's like you don't it's cringe to sort of show what you want and be sincere mm. you know and kind of put yourself really out there yes uh that's You're not cringe. allowed to yes yeah. and unmasculine and yes. stuff but then but then like it's dangerous to totally do jokes because then you're you're also inevitably when you do jokes you also reveal your own sort of worldview and philosophy depending on yes, what you choose. and your fear of sincerity which yes. is also weak it's yeah. very weak yes yeah. mm -hmm. i yes. also want to say you're right to say masculine identity and that like me saying oh women are allowed to be cute that's a, a reductive i just mean that in our primary way that we're socialized sure. like 
to yeah. the extent that we are using yeah. the binary. The I was allowed binary. to cry when I was ten years old. My brother wasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I have a gun in every picture. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Standing next to piles of money. Yeah. Or a bottle of Crevassier. I'm curious to see how it play, how it sort of uh, plays out for you, Sarah. I'm really, I'm kind of glad that you're on. Like, I'm, I, this totally. is a new it's journey. It's another reason totally. to be on totally. your phone, which totally. is great. Which for I you. needed another yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sort of excited about it. I was just kind of bored and was like, I need to go on a date or something. Uh, and my roommate did, uh, goes on a lot of dates, and that seems fine. Seems like she's having all right time. <laughs> yeah, I. But it's funny. I thought I wanted to be on Hinge because I was like, oh, there's something like s- sort of serious in the sincerity of like the prompts and everything, versus Tinder, which is more like um, meat market sex shopping app. Uh, so I thought, having not been on it before, but now I realize like, oh, I don't want to be on here having conversations about prompts. Like I can no. just get on Tinder and. Yeah, but I remember when I've seen people's Tinders, like men's profiles will be like, if you're just here to chat and you're not ready to like fuck, then like don't waste my time. And when I see that, I'm like, damn, I'm like ready to waste people's time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to get mad at me. <laughs> damn. So, to me, yeah. even though this conversation, to me, dating apps are like an inert they're like they don't work it's like they're broken for me they just don't mm. nothing happens for me and it's not even that like people don't swipe right on me or whatever but like i'll swipe right and it's like i don't want to talk to this person like, yeah they exactly, just don't exactly, function for exactly. me they don't produce That's any results like i've been i've been on dating apps for like a year and i, I went on two dates from them and i didn't like either date mm. and i just like don't it's not fun mm. here's what you got to do flupe you got to block out a chunk of time between 11 p.m. and <laughs> 1 a.m., two hours, where you're just you're sitting down there and you're just you're you're messaging the people, having a conversation with them, you know. Yeah. And, and don't sleep at that time. That's the best time to be talking to people yeah. on a dating app. And uh, just do th- two or three months of that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and just go on dates with people that don't. <laughs> People who live in uh, deep in Staten Island, <laughs> who you culturally have nothing in common with. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Maybe I should. That doesn't sound so bad. I'm trying to tell Sarah to get on Field. What's Field? It's like a hookup app where you for 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 couples in their 30s who like are looking for some young person to like. Would you like help save their relationship? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I would like that. I it'd be I have to get over the inertia of the fact that I'm having never done that before or anything really like that. Like had sex with like a random couple um, that I met online. Um, but I think I would enjoy it once we were in the, in the situation. You could babysit their kid. As yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Our friend, uh, our friend Kyle came over and used this app called Pure. Have you heard of this? Man, Kyle. Am I putting am I putting him on front street? Uh, no, 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 I'm just. Street. I hate like the name of the app sucks. It's it that's does, so funny but that it's Kyle like just sex. A sex app. It's just sex. And he went <laughs> and he hooked up with someone at like 10 a.m. <laughs> he woke up. He was on wow. her couch. He's like, I think I'm gonna go hook up with someone. Wow. wow. Kyle, 10 a.m. The uh, most king. unromantic Kyle, if you don't hour. if you don't like this being on here, I can edit. Well, Edit it out, but I, it, but nine people will have already heard it. Yeah, it's too late, my friend. Yeah, he's a, he's asleep. This morning thing, you know, for California listeners, it's doesn't not work. good for the California listeners. Yeah. unless you're doing the night shift, in which case, say hello to the sun. It's nine a.m., six a.m. I'm sure the sun's coming up in California. Yeah. Well, folks, we're coming in on the end here. I think we, we're good. Yeah. No, I'd say we got four more minutes. 
Yeah. Who's Tay Buns? Tay Buns has been going off on the chat, but I still don't know who it is. Hinge's LinkedIn dating apps. That's true. Hinge's Are you on Tinder? Sarah? No, I haven't made. I only made the hinge yesterday. Tay Buns says that's the fun one. That's the fun one. I don't think so. I keep getting people who are like thousands of miles away, and I don't know how to change that. <laughs> I, keep, I keep, I keep going on the settings and putting like I want people who are within five miles of me, and they keep getting like, like yeah, someone in that Thailand. Live in like Thailand. It's like what is this app is broken? Do I have to pay to get people in my area? Like I don't want to match. You do, this. man, but it's worth it. It's really <laughs> worth it. <laughs> you have to pay a lot. <laughs> $100 a month. <laughs> yeah, Dude. that's how you'll find your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I know Sam says Tabons. Tabons is being coy. I know Sam. Huh. I'm looking forward to matching with people that I know in real life so I can just that's, be like, hey. Oh, I think I know who this it. is. Hey, well, Taylor. Good to see you. Taylor? His name's Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. I, um, I saw recently someone who I do know her in real life on Hinge and I sent Sarah and I was like, should I match with this person? And Sarah said, no, don't do it. Wow. Because has been annoying me about this person <laughs> and I didn't want to hear a Sarah single Sarah said, this person's not the update. move. Sarah said, said, you're chasing bad money. I like that. Stop chasing yeah. bad money is what she bad said to me. Money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to tell you, well, whatever. It's like not even that interesting. But I, you know, now I'm waiting because they were on my standouts tab and I was like, eh, if they appear on the regular feed, who knows? Then you're gonna. Well, Maybe. you know, we'll see. Anything's possible. Folks. Why? Why is it but for me to choose bad money? Sam's going out on dates with all sorts of people that he's but not people that we already don't like. <laughs> it's people that mm-hmm. we don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess our friend group doesn't like. We don't like this person. <laughs> annoying ass. Annoying ass. Like, what are you, ten years old? <laughs> I think this yeah. person seems fine. I think that this person's been vilified. That's I think true. That's, I don't even know this person, frankly. Yeah. I, it's mostly that Felipe has annoyed me about this person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so resistant to it. I have no personal history with them. I think the best dating app, a beautifully worded email from gmail.com. You know, that's the best way <laughs> how'd, to connect How'd you get people. my email? <laughs> Where did you get my email? A lyric email. Um, Alex... Uh, Winnick told me about uh, a newsletter called Hot Hot Singles. Hot Singles. You've yeah. heard about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where have you heard about this? Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking Everybody's about it, talking and it just Rachel so happened. Was on it. And it just so happened that Alex met met the person who runs it. And it just so happened that hmm. Alex met the person that runs it. Everybody's Holy talking about shit! This. Everybody's talking about this. Mm-hmm. Hot Singles. Yeah, you get Are a you little gonna, profile. That should I get you. on it? Yeah, get on it, dude. Get on it, dude. It's an email you get with someone every week who's being profiled, who's a hot single, and you and you there's contact information for them, and you can get in touch. It's a little more analog. Oh, that's the only thing I need more emails in my <laughs> inbox. How many every yeah. week? I think so, something like that. And there's one per week. And Taybun says a dating newsletter is top tier cringe. Bro, Taybun's is being is is putting bad vibes. <laughs> Sam, no comment from Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not cringe. It's done the. It's done the cringe loop, and it's back to. It's, based. it's back to based. It's back to <laughs> based. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. A newspaper article about a single person, and then you get to contact them, and <laughs> you get to rip it out. Yeah, it's <laughs> trad and it's based. It. Trad based. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Folks. All right. I think that's all that we have. All right. And Carly again is the raisin man bad bitch of the week. Yeah. Um, Isn't it interesting that. That the time when this ended is exactly when we ran out of all the things we wanted to say. Yes. Perfect. I mean, that happened every week. Yeah. yeah. Yes. A good omen. 
Oh, you guys want to say our catchphrase that we say every week? No, you got to say it this time. Ah, okay, I'll say the catchphrase. The catchphrase is, um, on Earth, we are briefly gorgeous. Mm. That's cringe. Raisin Man Arena.